Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm once again joined with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, this week we're going to discuss an article you wrote about what the appropriate age is or the conflict between parents uh, when it comes to allowing their 9, 10, 11 year old child go out trick-or-treating. Mm. Um, this is you know when they start feeling a little bit more independent and they have their own ideas about what they want to do for uh, trick-or-treating and yeah. this could raise conflict between the parents. So um, I'll jump right into uh, some of the questions I have for you. Okay. Uh, now, you mentioned, uh, first and foremost, you mentioned in your article that there is no right age uh, for when a child could uh, go trick-or-treating by themselves. How do you respond when your spouse says that they went trick-or-treating alone at a certain age, therefore it should be good enough for their child now? Well, you know, I think unfortunately the answer is the times have changed. Um, you know, sadly, there's just a lot more out there that's dangerous um, and that what was appropriate years ago just isn't appropriate now and you know we don't want to make our kids paranoid but we do have to be aware that there are things that you know can create a problem and certainly um, as parents um, we have to be aware that we can't just give carte blanche just because it was okay when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned in your article, too, that one of the factors to consider when deciding if your child should go out trick-or-treating without a parent is the maturity level of their friends. Yeah. How much weight does that carry when you believe your child to be very mature, but their friends are really immature, you believe? Well, you know, I, I think it depends. I think most kids are probably going to pick friends that are around the same mature level, maturity level. Um, I think it also depends on whether your child is the leader in that group or if your child tends to be the follower. If your child is the follower and the other kids are much more immature, then I'm going to really weigh in and say that you don't want to uh, let your kid uh, go out with an immature group. But if you're child is the one who tends to be the one that sort of sets the tone for everybody else and is going to know that uh, there are certain things that are appropriate and you can talk to your child beforehand, then I think that you can feel a little bit more uh, comfortable with letting your child go out by themselves. Okay. Now, the one of the things that you mentioned in your article uh, uh, about persuading your kids or child um, to allow you, the parent, to go along with them is to kind of get with the other parents uh, of the friends and you kind of collectively make a decision. Um, do you think that's, that's fair to a 9, 10, 11-year-old for the, the neighboring parents to kind of get together and decide what's going to take place on Halloween night for the 9, 10, tween kind of an age? Well, I, I don't know if it's a matter of fair or not fair, yeah. uh, I think that if the parents all get together, um, you know, the kids are very aware of 
how the other kids are responding and if it looks cool or it doesn't look cool. But let's say the parents get together and they either decide to stay in the background and let the kids just, you know, all walk several feet ahead of them. Or even, let's say, plan some kind of an activity in the house where they're still doing something that's fun for Halloween um, and they will agree to it then the kids can't say, well, so-and-so's mom says it's okay, or so-and-so is being allowed to do that. They'll feel comfortable as long as they get the sense that everybody is being allowed or not allowed to do the same thing. So really, at this age, it's a matter of conformity. And as you are posing the question, you know, are they going to feel like it's fair or not fair? As long as all the parents are on the same page together and they present it in a fun kind of way and not in this negative, you can't do this, mm-hmm. then I think the kids will go along with it and it will be just fine. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And in your article, too, uh, you bring up a very good point about daylight savings this year ending uh, later uh, than usual, which means Halloween is going to be a lot brighter um, earlier in the night when uh, it's usually dark at five or six o'clock uh, this right. time of year. Uh, do you think, I mean, this is, you know, there's no right or wrong answer to this, but um, should, you know, do you expect that uh, Halloween and trick-or-treating is going to take place uh, going later into the night because it's not getting dark until later? I don't know if it'll go later, but I think that parents are going to feel a little safer because when the kids go out, it won't be as dark. I think that that was the basic idea to extend daylight savings time so that when the kids do go out in the hours that they normally go out, it won't be in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, you know, again, everybody will feel like, okay, you can go at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock and it's not that pitch darkness. Yeah. Now here's uh, one last Quick fun question for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of candy do you plan on passing out at your home this year? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, okay, here's the truth. Okay. True true confessions here. We're going to give out, as we do every year, anything that I don't like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we give that out because uh, my, t- my husband does the food shopping, okay. and... Um, he tends to overbuy so that we make sure that we have enough. And so generally there's leftovers and whatever gets left over, I eat. So ah. we buy what we, what I don't like so that I won't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so is it one of those uh, like super saver packs with the variety in it? No, well, no, no. He picks candies that he knows are not my favorite. Oh, gotcha, so gotcha. that I'm not tempted. <laughs> and then that way we just give it away and I don't beg for it to stay in the house. <laughs> Absolutely, totally understand. <laughs> oh, well, this was fun, Karen. I really appreciate your time. Okay. And we'll uh, see you. Yes, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, and so until next time, and um, for everybody else out there, you can get more information about uh, drkarensherman.com or from Dr. Karen at drkarensherman.com or also at choicerelationships.com. And of course, you can find all of her columns at hitchedmag.com. Thank you, Karen, once again. Okay, Steve, take care. And I don't know if you're going to be trick-or-treating or not, but just be careful. Make sure that all your candy is safe. (laughs) I will do that. Yeah, you know what? I I live in a community where there's not a lot of kids that trick-or-treat, so I usually go over to my parents' house, and uh, they have a lot of kids that come through their neighborhood. So I'll probably be doing that this year.
Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye now. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.